Early Breakfast on 702 for the curious on 92.7 and 106 FM. We're joined this morning by FNB head of card fraud, Senzo Nsibande. Senzo, thank you for joining us this morning and welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Hi, Wasana, and good morning to your listeners. So just to look at online shopping at the moment, it's become really almost the obvious uh, way in which a lot of consumers have been able to pivot and also businesses to put their goods out there. But there's been a surge in in online shopping fraud at the moment, and it's really concerning considering the financial challenges that are being faced by consumers. Yeah, I agree. So what we've seen is that as a matter of opportunity, Processes have started using, I guess, the online method of, of contacting customers and, and, and engaging with customers in order to defraud our local customers. So what you'd find is customers would be called by someone pretending to be a representative of the bank, and what they simply do is ask you for your card details in order to help you reverse the fictitious pay- the payments on your account. During that process, the customer then gives over some of these details, and then they process new transactions on your account. So we're just urging customers to be cautious of those type of phone calls. Mm. How can you? How can the consumers ensure that they can they shop safely online and avoid such situations? So in terms of just online shopping, there's some hygiene factors that we always encourage customers to engage in. Some of those include simply looking at the HTTPS in front of the websites when you're shopping online. Also consider using the OTP system, which most bank customers are registered for. So every time that you shop online, it will generate a one-time PIN for you to finalize your purchase. Another key thing that I would encourage customers to do is after completing the purchase online, they should consider closing the web browser immediately. Well, um, ew, those are very intricate terms for some of us who aren't bank savvy. Can you break down the OTP system? You know these jargonisms can catch us off guard. <laughs> 100%, I agree. So one of those um, systems that I guess the bank has implemented in the last couple of years is something called 3D Secure. And basically what it does is it generates a one-time PIN every time you shop online in participating merchants. So just before you complete the transaction, it will request you to give this one-time PIN, which is generated by the bank, to complete the purchase. And so on our side, it protects the customer from Mm -hmm. someone else shopping on their account without their knowledge. All right, so I'm just taking it step by step here. Uh, in terms of the HTTPS, when you log on, you get onto a website, it says HTTP, and then what we are looking for here is HTTPS, and uh, the semicolon, then the email address, www. So before the fact, we, don't, we, we want to be a bit proactive here. If you don't see yeah. the HTTPS and you only see HTTP, what does that mean and what should you do immediately? So again, it's, it's not to say that the website is, is a fraudulent website. But most of the secure websites come with either that padlock or that HTTPS. So maybe exercise extra caution when engaging with that website. Okay, that's perfect. And of course, online reviews do help to see how other other consumers have interacted with this. Would you say that's important? Yes, Yes, it does. But another thing I probably should encourage customers to do as part of general hygiene is to also register for their bank's messaging system. Because ah. what it also does is it helps those customers generate, and through SMSs or through deep links into their banking apps, will generate a message that informs customers of what's happening on their account. 
So the key here is to always be aware of any transactions that are being processed without your knowledge on mm. your account. Mm. So it's a two-way thing, these hygiene factors. Businesses want to also represent themselves as trustworthy and uh, allow people to have the comfort of saying, okay, I'll deal with this uh, company or business online and I won't have any adverse effects. And on the other side, it's also appealing to consumers. It's a two-way street, would you say, Senzo? Yes, I am. And I have to say, as a bank, we're very encouraged by the amount of online shopping that's taking place. Hmm. We think that it's one of those convenient factors and a convenient way to engage with our merchants. And it's also quite diverse. So you get to choose and you have lots of options. So that convenience factor for us is quite important to encourage Hmm. customers to shop online. And all we're trying to do is help them shop securely and still get the goods that they're looking for. So Senzo, there's this new term that's come about called new norm and uh, disruption is something that has come up. A lot of entrepreneurs might know about it. Would you say online shopping has caused this disruption in consumerism and in South Africa? And what is the comparison globally? Are we, as you mentioned, there is a trend. Yeah, so so what I would say is, I guess for South Africans, it's not much of a disruption because we have been doing a lot of online shopping before okay. with days like Black Friday showing peaks in terms of online shopping. But I would also say that it's been increased over this lockdown period and there is a new normal and that requires us to shop online. And some of these trends are not unique to South Africa. They are global factors. Like online shopping has been adopted globally along with other means of payment. So we're very comfortable that I guess we're following a global trend but again, for, South Africa, for some of our South African consumers, this might be the first time they're engaging with the merchant online. And it's just important to understand how you engage with the merchant online and how do you do it safely and securely. Sure. It sounds like a great opportunity out there. Would you say um, South Africans either individually or as businesses can prepare themselves for opportunities via online shopping? Of course. I think it's probably much easier to set up a merchant online and having to find a physical store and the associated um, associated costs of setting up that business. So we encourage customers to definitely take up online shopping. Hmm. And then just a few tips in terms of uh, fraud uh, crimes during this time. Um, some of these discussions might have gone over the head of, uh, of some of our listeners. Would you give us maybe some practical tips that uh, we can make sure uh, against fraud? Yeah, so so I would start off by saying the fraud department or any official of the bank will never ask you to divulge your PIN or your one-time PIN over the phone. So as soon as someone asks you that, be very cautious of that interaction. And then another important thing is if you pick up any suspicious behavior, you should immediately report it to your bank via their local banking um, website or potentially their app or potentially the number on the back of your card, which will direct you to their contact center. Another thing I would encourage customers to do is try and shop on secure websites, which helps in terms of managing some of the fraud. And then importantly, just register for that banking um, system that, that generates, I guess, a one-time PIN where possible. Most of the F&D customers would have already been automatically generated. Mm. Would you say business owners are at risk if they don't invest in online shopping tools such as uh, the Merchant Center, as, as, you, as you mentioned? So I wouldn't say they're completely at risk, but I would also just say people like to engage with trusted websites. So if you can do it, you should do it, just because I guess it adds a layer of security both for you and also your shopper during in those interactions. So we always encourage our business customers to engage with 3D Secure and online shopping.
Outside of that, if there are small business owners or entrepreneurs seeking uh, for the best and safest advice when it comes to financial endeavors, where would you advise them to start? Everything is popping out at the moment. We know that a lot of people are being swindled and quick and short solutions are not um, really benefiting and but they can be tempting tempting but those shortcuts can be very devastating to your financial endeavors yeah very very true so i would ask them to engage with their banks because the banks have created a lot of solutions that are are very are freely available in some instances to help them set up some of their businesses and also provide some level of security because again you can imagine as an industry we're trying to make sure that payments are secure both for our customers and for the businesses that provide them all right senzo it's been absolutely insightful thank you so much once again uh, for your time this morning uh, we've been in conversation with uh, the fnb head of card fraud usenzo Nzibande, about con- talking about consumers and how they can ensure safety as online shopping fraud is on the rise thank you for your time senzo please do be safe thank you wasanga and have a great day Silva.